yesterday I was at lunch with somebody and I thought they told me that they were getting ready to have their 10th baby and I hugged him real big. Mm. And it was Dr. J.J. Sanford from the University of Dallas. Mm -hmm. I go, oh man, and I hug him. An hour later, we're done with this lunch with somebody and we're walking off and I said, congratulations again on the baby. He goes, it's not me. I was talking about Ashton. And I go, Ashton's having baby number 10? He goes, yeah. And I go, why'd you let me hug you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to hug you because somebody else is having a baby. Like, that's stupid. (laughs) But doesn't it empower you to want to do weird things knowing that nobody's going to do anything about it? Yeah, most people are too polite. You could just do the most bizarre stuff and people will be like, I had... I guess I had to go with that. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff's been doing that for decades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Beatitudes. Welcome to Beatitudes Nation to one of the greatest experiences you're going to have this day, whatever day you're listening to this. We are the Beatitudes, a show, actually a brand, a movement for Christian men seeking to grow in their walk with the Lord as they also experience what true authentic fraternity is, that humor and holiness that allows us to live the joy of the gospel with one another, taking the faith seriously, but not ourselves. But not ourselves. Not at all, actually. <laughs> my name's Jeff Shufflebein. I'm uh, glad to be joined by co-host Nicholas Besman. I've been holding my breath that whole <laughs> intro. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Good, because I did it all in one breath, so we got a lot in common. And then the guy with the best breath that I can smell at the table, Paul Kolker. Hi. <laughs> Happy to be here. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, I should probably take a breath mint or something. Hey, so uh, this is an exciting time for us. We're recording this, and it'll be released in the middle of January and um, the show has just skyrocketed this Lift year. Off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Things are looking amazing. Yeah. Of the podcasts that are out there, this is one of them. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it has been. So there's really cool stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's wild. <laughs> wild and crazy stuff. Uh, we're very blessed to be welcoming uh, a guest, another out-of-town guest. If you haven't figured it out, we must be a big deal because most of our guests, probably half of them, come in from out of town. Yeah. Now, they end up doing things like emceeing major events while they're here <laughs> as an extra, just a bonus. Yeah, they schedule those <laughs> later. That's yeah. how that worked, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's have a 120 <laughs> people downtown on the top of a building, because yeah. I'm coming in town for the Beatitudes. For sure, for sure. We are the priority. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome to the show Joel Stepanik. Stepanik? Steponic. I love that you got it right the first time. Oh, is that really and wrong the second time? No, it's steponic, yeah. A lot of people mispronounce it, and I always go with it. Yeah. I never correct people, and I realize that it's made me the bad guy, actually. Mm. Like, my boss for a long time mispronounced my last name. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I got to a point where people were like, shouldn't you correct him? I'm like, I'm in too deep. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, I can't. So... Like, if I go to him and say, hey, for the Can't last eight that years, you <laughs> mispronounced my last name. Yeah. He's going to be like, why didn't you tell me earlier? <laughs> you got like two and a half weeks. I'm in too deep. Like, that's, he could call me, you know, Joel, you know, oh, Johnson. Stop and I'd be like, me. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two random things that come to mind. One is yesterday I was at lunch with somebody, and I thought they told me that they were getting ready to have their 10th baby, and I hugged him real big. Mm. And it was Dr. J.J. Sanford from the University of Dallas. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, man, and I hug him. An hour later, we're done with this lunch with somebody, and we're walking off, and I said, congratulations again on the baby. He goes, it's not me. I was talking about Ashton. And I go, Ashton's having baby number 10? He goes, yeah. And I go, why do you let me hug you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to hug you because somebody else is having a baby. Like, That's stupid. 
But doesn't it empower you to want to do weird things, knowing that nobody's going to do anything right? about it? Yeah, most like, people are too ooh, polite. Really, yeah, yeah. You could just do the most bizarre stuff, and people would be like, I I guess I had to go with that. I don't know. Jeff's been doing that for decades. Yeah, you could be completely erratic, and on nobody somebody's would on call you on it. Yeah. If you could endorse me for that on LinkedIn, that's actually like my... <laughs> My he, Jeff's kill. so good at awkward hugs. He has a real positive column on erratic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise for you, delight for Jeff. Yeah, my yeah. other thing I want to share with you is every time I'm like, oh, Joel Stepanek's going to be on the show, and they're like, oh, man, I love Chris Stepanek. And I'm like, I'm not. That's, I didn't even say either one of those <laughs> words. I will share this with you. Okay. Can't wait. I have had people come up and be like, oh, I saw your brother speak. I had one woman <laughs> come up to me and say, we were so excited to have you at our parish. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, me too. And I'm just going with it. I don't know. And she's like, yeah. And she hands me her card. It's San Diego. I'm not speaking anywhere in San Diego. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to her, you, you got the wrong guy. And she's adamant. And now I'm worried. Like, I have, I've messed, I, I missed an email. I committed to well, something. <laughs> this and is I, awesome. I just go with it. I'm like, yep, I'm so excited. Here's my, she brings her priest up. Oh, I was so excited to have you at our parish. I'm like, I, yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> I email afterwards, and I'm like, Are you really? I think there's a mistake. She goes, oh, no, your brother is coming, um, Chris. <laughs> and I've had people do this, and there have been a couple of times where I've lied yeah. and been like, yeah, he's great. And I'll tell them stories about a childhood that we never had together. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Just to see if it gets back to Chris, because we interact from time to sure, time. Sure, sure. And like, if somebody says, oh, and your brother Joel told me this hilarious story. <laughs> I didn't know you had like an iron leg. That's so weird. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> stupid. Last I night mean, at dinner, the event you're emceeing, the guy sitting next to me goes, is that, is that related to Chris? I'm like, different last name. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not even spelled the same. Correct. Yeah, they're not spelled the same. I'm not sure how you think this works. Correct. <laughs> I mean, there's a stark height genetic difference between us. <laughs> he is at least seven inches taller than I Rhymes with doesn't equal genetically connected. That's <laughs> exactly. true. That's not how that works. It's not how that I've, works. I've said that for years. <laughs> well, then, I really have mistaken this... Um, uh, Ryan Rufflebein that's uh, at St. Anne's. <laughs> well, and I did the opposite. I used to tell people I was Jathie Jaconahay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That wasn't awkward when people wanted to slap me. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> that was a single man, Jathie. Jathie, that's Jathew. interesting. Yeah, Jathie Jaconahay. <laughs> Oh, are you related? <laughs> <laughs> yep, we figured it out. Uh, we've cracked the code. Joel, you came in town for the Catholic Music Initiative um, fundraiser dinner, benefit dinner, awesome group, and you rocked it, man. You told some incredible Thank stories you. last night. You Thank were you. very comfortable with a microphone, so here we are. Yeah, when I rock the mic, I rock the mic right. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next verse of this? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but the thing that you are doing right now as your full-time occupation is related to the National Eucharistic Revival. Tell us about what's going on in your world. Yeah, so I am part of this movement. I've actually been there for about a year at the time of this recording. Um, and it's this national movement to bring people back to uh, a love of Jesus Christ, uh, specifically through the Eucharist. And I've been blessed to work with a growing team and a startup, and it's sometimes hard to have a startup organization in the church that immediately has buy-in and backing from everybody so mm. that's been weird you have the pains of a strange yeah with everybody like we're all cheering for you instant demand and yeah <laughs> instant demand instant uh tension but all of that stuff has been fun and the bish is big so we're working towards this large conference in indianapolis in july of 2024 
where we will welcome you know over 60,000 Catholics to that city to be united, to be formed, to be healed, and then to be sent back out into the world as evangelists. And that's pretty exciting to me. We've not done an event like this since the 1940s Whoa. in the United States. So we're 80 years overdue for a National Eucharistic Congress. Um, and that's pretty pretty wild to think about, that the last time we did this, World War II, was in its early stages. Yeah. Um, and it was needed then, and it's needed now. And so for somebody here, and, okay, we're going to have this event. All these people are coming to town. Of the 60,000, I'm bringing 1% of them in my van. They're my family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what is the uh, – I'll have more by then. I'm having a baby next week when yeah. this episode comes out, by the way. What is the what is what does the event entail? Like, how does it build up to it? What do you what would you expect if you were there? And I, you got to give us specific details, as if you know every detail in the future. I do know every detail in the future because I have this special crystal ball. Um, <laughs> you can expect a lot of what you'd get at a normal conference, but yeah. amplified. So all of the leading Catholic voices, bishops, uh, speakers will all be present there, you know, delivering keynotes. But I think what you can expect beyond that is just an experience of Catholic community. And energy that we've not seen when you bring that many people together on one place. On Saturday, we'll process the Blessed Sacrament through the city of Indianapolis downtown, and that's going to be pretty cool. incredible. Um, and then on Sunday, we'll have a large closing mass with a, a papal delegate, which is going to be pretty fantastic. Um, and then we're going to send, like I said, 60,000 people out back to their homes. So a lot of what you would expect amplified at a normal Congress with the added element of people from the four corners of the United States, mm. they're all united in prayer and witness to who Jesus is and what Jesus wants to do. And then at the end, you'll announce that the next one will be in 2104? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> On a hundred years from now, <laughs> join us again. Yeah, he did 80 Your years. Great grandchildren. I was, yeah, I was doing the 80, keeping, tell, keeping the 80 yeah. alive. Yeah. Ma- your math is good at math. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. What? Uh, tell me about how, uh, isn't there processions leading up to this? There are. There are four Eucharistic pilgrimages that I are I noticed on the map they're skipping Irving. We just have too much. <laughs> There's, it's too, too good. <laughs> Sometimes you can't put that much good in one spot. Uh, there are four <laughs> National Eucharist pilgrimages. This is exciting because there are going to be groups of uh, young adults who will process across the United States with the Blessed Sacrament. And, I mean, that's going to impact millions of people. Mm-hmm. So it is biblical, Jesus walking the streets. They have some incredible moments planned along that route where they will stop, um, you know, at, at shelters, uh, at soup kitchens. They'll stop at a, a variety of different communities and will process, you know, I, now I've got to do math in my head. I think it's 5,000 miles in total on those routes wow. where, um, yeah, they're just going to bring the Lord to the streets. And all of those paths will converge on Indianapolis uh, in July of 2024. And here's my question on that. Like, what is it what does that look like to get involved? If I'm like, hey, I live in Dallas and I just like join it the day that it's there yeah. or there will be events along the route. Yeah. So there will be places that will stop and there will be mass or adoration or a service project. So those things will happen. But there will be all moments where, yeah, you could just join up and walk alongside that group for a mile, 10 miles, whatever and, you're uh, feeling, whatever you're feeling. That's I mean, you cool. got to find a way back. Sure. So that's you got to be mindful of the trip. Uber. Home. You could Uber back. <laughs> I guess that actually, as I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, you get 10 miles of, of walking, but Ubering back would take you yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, nice. Wow. So yeah, you could just join up. So it's like a, a mashup almost of like a, a World Youth Day meets Camino of Santiago de, de Compostela. Like, like I mean, it's a it's a walking pilgrimage in a way. 
but yeah. then but then uh, culminating in in a large gathering of the church. Yeah, that, e- exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. That is so. Cool. And the entire idea of it is to rekindle a love of Jesus Christ, and to introduce Jesus Christ to people. Yeah. Can you imagine like watching one of these processions as you're sitting at a cafe having brunch and you have no clue what's going on but Thousands. somebody in that procession answers your question and yeah just to spark that interest or even you're a kid that went to you know a youth conference and you've fallen away from the faith and you see that monstrance and immediately you're brought back to this moment or you think about all the people who say well, I, I the stories of I, I prayed for a sign and then this happened. Yeah, sure. that, that's a yeah, pretty that's big That's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always like the public procession moment, too, where somebody who didn't know they were about to encounter Christ in the Eucharist but knows what, what is happening, sees what's up, and just immediately falls to the ground on their knees. And yeah. I, that is always where I get emotional because right. I know what I'm doing in the procession or what, if I'm on my knees. But when I look and I see somebody else have that moment— that moves me to see the power that Christ has in, in them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. lots of that going to be happening, too. There was this moment that was in the Diocese of um, Helena in Montana, and they did a, a small Eucharistic procession at the diocese, and the route went underneath a, a bridge in the city. And they said that there were several displaced individuals that were there. And when they walked by exactly that, you know, they stood up and you know, a couple kneeled. And then as they were walking by, one of them went to a person farther back and just said, thank you, you know, mm. for, for bringing Jesus to us. Nobody comes to us, mm. but you brought Jesus to us. I mean, I got that's incredible. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and I know for people that are listening to this and haven't really tuned into what's happening, first of all, y'all put out great weekly newsletters and information and helping to bring uh, this Eucharistic revival on the parish and diocese level over this last two years. But there's still plenty of people who aren't really cued into what's going on. And if you go online and you learn about this, and what's the website for this? EucharisticRevival.org. Okay, and if you go on there, you'll see <clears throat> that the event happening in Indianapolis has stuff for the whole family, right? There's adult tracks, teenage tracks. You can bring your whole family, and it's supposed to be an event, not a con- you know a conference for adults and young adults. Mm-hmm. Like This is truly a movement for America, for the world, of Christ coming back in this National Eucharistic Congress that's been 80 years since we did it last. 80 years in the making. Yes. we got to have another one. I can't make it 80 more years. Like, let's <laughs> we'll maybe keep it to like four. We'll Y'all, follow the election cycle. There you go. I'm going to brag on the Congress. Y'all did something I've never seen anybody do before. I was an early adopter, paid for all my kids to go, You know, got an Airbnb, did the whole thing. And y'all updated family rates. There was like mm-hmm. this new, like, under a certain age, we're not going to charge you. And literally, I got the note saying, hey, heads up, and then the refund. And I'm like, who has ever done this? Yeah. <laughs> like that quickly? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I just turn around, I'm like, I'll donate it. You know, like, yeah. there's there's something just power. But it, it moved me <clears throat> that it wasn't just like, how do we make sure that this is just about money? This was really about getting people there. Yeah, it is. And I think as we've, it's it's been 80 years since we've done it. So as we've looked at budgets and people have been generous we realized that there was a place where we could make an adjustment to allow more people mm-hmm. to come and mm-hmm. allow kids to come for free and then yeah to honor all of those people that had already paid mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that we refunded did y'all just take the money. budget from 80 years ago and just add a percentage to it just to <laughs> there's nothing from 80 years ago there's like some really cool pictures Times that we 400. found we found this girl's yeah. diary from from Whoa, going to the 180 yeah, wow. somebody, like diary pages and pictures of her pilgrimage to the uh, Eucharistic Congress in Nobody Chicago, which was super anymore. cool. Yeah, that's so, awesome. But there's no plan. This is like you know Mary Lou's journal, but yeah. there's no budget. 
<laughs> so wait, so they didn't like do investments from that one that would have surely matured by now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Pay for this one? Yeah. Yeah, it should be all paid I for. Mean, yeah, That's a great 100 idea. 100 bucks <laughs> 80 years ago. That'd be great. Right. Would have worked out really, really well. We found all these war bonds. <laughs> who are you? Uh, who are you most excited to hear speak? And um, I know everybody's great, but like, what's somebody that you're really pumped up about hearing? There is a, a religious sister named Mother Adela Galindo, mm. and she is a foundress of um, an order out of Miami, and um, she's the first uh, Hispanic woman to found an order in the United States, and. I have heard anytime I bring her name up to people who know her, they're like, she is a living saint. And so she's not well known, but I'm very excited to hear her. Oh, hear well, her I speak. love that. You know, if you're going to talk and, uh, and start to spread the word, just start with 60,000 ple- people plus whoever else might be hearing this. Is there going to be like a way to participate if you're not in the stadium? Yeah. So there will be a live stream of the sessions that will be uh, available online. So people can follow that way if they're unable to be there. So the main sessions will have. A live stream. I mean, if you can get there in person, there's power in that, but it'll be accessible. You know, those main talks and masses, people will be able to tune in how'd online. How did you get this cool job? Uh, it, it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to hire Chris Stefanik. Yeah, they actually, that's it. They tried to hire Chris. We'll, we'll get his brother. <laughs> he was unavailable, so. So let's get this I Yoel. Yoel. <laughs> is, is that a soft J? Yoel. <laughs> Yoel. Joel Stepanik. Joel Stepanik. Just go with a real hard Amazing. Yeah. You're going to stick with that's your story of how you got this job. Pure accident. No, I uh, <laughs> I kind of want to. I think it's great. I, I was, we should hug about that. We should hug about that. Congratulations <laughs> on your accidental I'm gonna job. I'm going to hug Paul about your accidental <laughs> job. That <laughs> makes sense. Yes, now, now we're good. No, I was just uh, felt the Lord kind of working in my life. And actually, it's... The real short story is I got an email from Tim Glomkowski, who's the CEO, inviting me to be a part of the programming committee in June of um, 2022. And it was right before I was about to walk into mass. And I felt the Lord say in that moment, I'm doing something new. And that was it. And then mm. well, it's kind of, kind of kind of cool. And through the programming committee, Tim and I connected a little bit. And in uh, October of 2022, he said, I think we have a job for you that might fit some of your gifts and talents. Mm. And he laid that out for me and praying about it. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that was the new thing the Lord was doing. Um, cool. And kind of prepping me for, for this role at this moment in history. You and I actually talked back then in this, like we did something was brewing. I didn't know it was the Congress, but you were very clear that something was brewing and something was going to change. So yeah. that's incredible. And then, um, Dave Moore is part of this group too. You got a, like an all-star cast of people putting this together. We do. What about music artists? Is there anybody besides Dave Moore who's been on the show a million times and <laughs> makes all these cameos? Yep. We love him. Is there yep. anybody besides him that is an artist that we would know or that we can be excited about playing there? There are. Oh, it's not to be released. It's not to be released. Oh, oh my goodness. We can't break the there news are, here. There are a couple Weird. of names that we are just kind of holding well, back until. Geez. What about maybe geez. somebody they're related to based on rhyming names? Is there anybody who <laughs> is there anybody performing there that rhymes with the Beatitudes? <laughs> <laughs> you should. We should have you do a live show there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Sixty thousand people. So we're pulling fun. out. Our, we're in a tiny table. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they touching? We could actually put up cubicle walls so that it you know feels even yeah, yeah rub- love the environment. I love this oh, so God. much. Please. Paul always says I try to pitch every guest to do something cool with us afterwards. Yeah. I, I mean I will that I, even if it's not released by that time. I mean Matt Marr will be. 
one of the musicians there, so we're very excited. Phenomenal. There. Yep. Yeah, he'll, yep. Be, he'll be great on Saturday evening. We'll have Did you him. say Bat Bar? I said Bat <laughs> Bar. <laughs> Well, he's they're my, related. He's my third cousin on my mom's <laughs> side. On my mom's side. Hey, what about uh we're talking about like what happens next? What happens next after a Congress? Like what do you what do you do with this movement and this team and this connection and this listserv? Like you're not just gonna sell off emails to well, people. Think, like, what's the next part? I think it goes to the president to be signed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why the after, dead air? After Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody we was just wondering how you made that jump. <laughs> we don't do political jokes on this show. <laughs> don't. It was very clear in your primer. There's no s- political jokes. That was a civics joke. And that I had so, so many good political jokes, <laughs> and I shelved all of them. After this, in the Eucharistic Revival, is the year balances. It just didn't land, Paul. Sometimes you can do everything. I'm sorry. I'll lengthen the phylacteries on my bicameral camel legislature. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm trying to force it. Anyway, please continue. There will be a year of, like, missionary sending. So after this, Mm. there will be a focus nationwide for the empowerment of people as missionaries Mm. to go to their local sphere of influence and um, share what they've been gifted through the Congress. And then hopefully that that continues to sow some seeds. And then every four years, the goal is to have another Congress, you know, with a big moment in 2033, which would be 2,000 years since the institution of the Eucharist. So that's the big goal of what we're working towards, is to build momentum here so that in that year, we can really do something incredible to commemorate who the Lord is and, and what the Lord has done, is doing, and will do. I'm going to make a uh, prediction. The, the 2020s are pretty much, like, overshadowed by this COVID thing. Like, it kind of just blew the beginning of this decade. Mm-hmm. But it's setting us up for the 2000th anniversary of the Institution of the Eucharist and the 500th anniversary of Our Lady of Guadalupe appearing yeah. to St. Juan Diego. Like, we're going to have a great time in the 2030s. <laughs> now, it's still going to be good. There's plenty of things to ho- have hope for. But I'm telling you, stick around. It's going to be awesome. A lot of Beatitudes <laughs> episodes. We will have now. a lot of. <laughs> I'm not saying the next seven years are going to be terrible, but hold out for 2030. I can't wait to be like a 57 year old Beatitude in here singing and drinking Red Bull next to you. <laughs> and my we'll wife. Hit, we'll hit episode like a thousand that year. I will have 26 kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the rate you're going, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, <laughs> and we'll all be hugging other people for you. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff's having a kid. Congratulations. Bring it in. Uh, Joel, we want to, uh, spice it up a little bit here. Why don't we play a game together? <coughs> I love that. Yeah. The game's called blessed are the joke makers for they shall inherit the points. Isn't that beautiful? This Joel, have you ever listened to us before? I have. Do you ever think like, oh, I could do this. I'm so smart. No, I don't. Oh, well, I was going to have to jump right in. Yeah, I we don't. were going <laughs> to think those things. I've learned not to think those things. <laughs> we have not learned that. No, yeah, as evidenced Wouldn't that be by nice? our behavior, <laughs> by our continued decisions in life. Um, But yes, this the way- one's going to be worth oh, yeah. 80. Oh, for yeah, 80 years. Yeah, perfect. Come on. Uh, come on. <laughs> Get it. And uh, and the way this works is we got a character card and a Catholic card game card, mm-hmm. and we have to answer the prompt on the Catholic card game card as said character. So it, you just get to decide whoever did it best according to you. There is no wrong, right, in between, indifferent. It's you just choose. Like I like that one. That's great. It's I'm just sorry. whatever you do feels better or worse to some of us. Well, yeah, we'll cry in the car <laughs> on the Gosh, way home. You're really depending. striking at my desire for people to like me. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's. Okay. Well, actually, don't think about who you want to like you more because we just met. But um, 
but like <laughs> think think just you know what what tickles your fancy in the moment but Sounds joel good. imagine if i won that those two would probably hug out of excitement they probably would they'd be so excited for you i'm, I'm, I'm not following but the this. thing is i'm Delusion. like right in the middle of them and i don't think that i need that want that let's yeah. go on with the game the, all right the show must go on here we go the character card is as a drill sergeant you have to answer the prompt lord i need blank <laughs> Lord, I need Matt Marr and Bat Barr to be at the Eucharistic Congress. I need both of them there because they're brothers and they sing well together. <laughs> and Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Yes, I need you. Every time I need you, you're my one defense, my righteousness. Oh, Lord, how I need you. You really kept that going. <laughs> you kept that going 20 seconds longer than you needed to keep that going. But oh, I can't dang, I think stand I just it's lost. like he broke into my file cabinet, and every time I pulled out a new file, it went out of his mouth. And I was like, nope, nope, gosh, no. Oh, so, what, ditto is my, no. <laughs> okay, I still got to play, but I think Nick's up. Lord, I need you to lift your name on high, to lift your name on high, to lift your name on high, to lift your name on high. So off. What? Dude, I didn't even become a surfer, bro. Part yeah. way Drop and give me twenty. <laughs> it started out drill sergeant esque. I love that though. That was so good. It did take me back to like my youth group, right? Two thousand two. Lord, ditto the first sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. I literally have Try to, to sing with this one. <laughs> that one. I got this. And we believe in you. No, I'm just going to sing. I have no good thing here. Uh, Lord, I got a feeling that tonight's <laughs> going to be a good night. That tonight's... <laughs> I'm pandering to a story. Told you are. Night. You are pandering to my love of the Black Eyed Peas. And for that, Jeff, you will win. What? Are you kidding me? You can pander all day. That's what you're going to learn about me. I pandered to the Eucharistic revival. It yeah, but that's your... a corporate thing. That was uh, a personal thing. Okay. Ooh, that's my fun. friends, that that got weird. Right? And yeah. then it turned into 80 points for Jeff if anybody wants to <laughs> hug right now. Yeah. Hey. You, you shouldn't. You can high five right there. That's we go. great. <laughs> hey, Joel, for being our celebrity guest judge, we're giving you socks. Uh, from SoccerReligious.com of St. Rose of Lima. How much do you know about St. Rose of Lima? Not enough to answer Well, any that's why they ask. put this on the back, because I learned so much just getting these socks ready for you. I fluff them a little bit before we give them to the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. I'm now looking to make sure they're still like packaged and you didn't put them on. Yeah, he had to peruse it You're a little bit. You're the second guest yeah. in a row that Peru. is talking about that. Really? I got you. Good Thank one. You. She was the first person born in the Americas to be canonized. Not America, like the revival, right. not Americas. Right, like right. the continent. <laughs> did you just turn to Forrest Gump for a yeah. second? I think he did. He was Lieutenant Dan, and now he's Forrest uh, Gump. Amazing. Well, speaking of uh, turning into other things, Joel, we usually go out. But first of all, if you want your own socks, 10% off, go to SockReligious.com slash Beatitudes. But uh, we actually have an outgoing comment from a good friend of yours, Joel. Here we go. Hello and thank you. I'm from the 103rd Battalion. I was very grateful for Admiral Joel Stepanek's leadership as we won that gruesome battle for the peanut stand in Philadelphia. He's a good man. He leads the people well, 
And I just am so grateful you would host him on the show. Thank you for all you do. The Beatitudes are good people, good folks. God bless you and God bless Joel Stepanek. Thank you. Joel, where did you go just now? I was thinking about the battle at the peanut stand. <laughs> we'll see you after the break. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Jeff Shufflebein. When Nick and I set out to start our new company, Undivided Life, we were really concerned about how would we cover the healthcare needs of our growing families. And we were so excited to find a company that fit both our medical needs and our faith beliefs perfectly. It's called Solidarity HealthShare. It is an ethical alternative to traditional health insurance. We're never part of sharing in the medical costs of anything that goes against the teachings of the Catholic Church, making it a great alternative for Catholics and Christians alike. Solidarity is very affordable, which is perfect for a large family or for a new and growing business like the one we've started. So visit joinsolidarity.com today so that you can get started with us. The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the faith and finance score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot. So whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out DivineComedyImprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Joel Stepanek from the National Eucharistic Revival and National Eucharistic Congress coming mm. coming your way July 2024 in India. Indy, Indianapolis. <laughs> it's a hard thing to say. <laughs> in India. In, 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 you went back into drill sergeant mode. For a yeah, I did. I messed that one up bad. Uh, anyways, Joel, uh, getting involved with the Eucharistic Congress, I'm imagining that there's contingent of folks that you're working with day in and day out and then there's everyone across the country like mm -hmm. is there something that people can do between now and july like hey i'm i know there's a procession i know there's a congress like can i do something in january in february and march like w is there anything to help out with or how does that work yeah i think there's a couple of things i'd encourage people to do one is i mean pray Pray sure. for the mm -hmm. Congress, and um, you can sign up actually to be a, a committed prayer partner. Mm. We have monthly meetings where people get together on Zoom, um, hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands of people so get together cool. for these online prayer meetings, which are wow. are pretty cool. Um, so you can sign up to do that uh, in an official capacity, or even just in you know an unofficial capacity. Prayer is good. Praying for this moment, praying for the people involved, um, without a doubt. You can follow social media. We'll have updates on. Um, 
what's happening with the Congress and these pilgrimages, but also just content that's meant to help people pray and reflect a little bit more, mm. learn and grow. And I think that's actually the other thing I'd encourage people to do. It's, it's not necessarily a tide helping thing, but to really evaluate their own lives as, as I've been doing, as all of my coworkers, teammates have been doing. How am I postured towards worship in the Eucharist? That's where revival happens. Like we sometimes we think in the church that it always has to be this top down thing, mm. and we get frustrated when it's not. But then we get frustrated when it is. Like when there's a top down thing, there's sort of this rebellion of like, ah, oh, like, of course they're gonna do that. The, the hierarchy or the uppers, they're gonna push something down and make us do that. But but revival is a grassroots work of the Holy Spirit, and because of that, because it's the sovereign work of God, it means two things. It means we have to pray for it, and not just pray for it, but like beg for it. Lord, mm. send revival. Mm. And then we have to rend our hearts to be ready for it. You know, uh, I think that that's, that's key. And that's the work of every individual person. And I think it's easy to get externally focused and be like, oh, the reason why church attendance is down or, you know, religious belief is down or belief in the Eucharist is down is something out there. It's, it's them. It's an other thing. When really I have to look in the mirror and say, where have I allowed my heart to be callous and cold? And where have I allowed my faith to to fizzle out? And where have I not lived the fruit of my reception of the Eucharist? And how does revival need to start in me? Mm. And that's something I think every person can earnestly do. And if we did that as a church in the United States, uh, revival is inevitable. Those are really hard-hitting questions. Are there any easier questions that we can ask? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Just had to, had to I try. What say, I, th- and I think guest, I don't want to get like anything. crazy about it, but I, we have these debates in the church about mm, yeah. different things. And post COVID, we have debates yeah. about, you know, even simple like why why isn't the Eucharist available under both both the bread, you know, both species? Sure. Right? Why can mm. I not receive the body of Christ and and the blood of Christ? And and those are are questions that just kind of get away from the point of like, what does it mean to me when I go, when I go to receive? Yeah, you know, because theologically, you only need to receive under one form. It's the body, blood, and soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. You know, right? Whether what? it's the species of the, the bread or the, the wine, which isn't the bread or the wine, but no, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, but I think we ask these questions because they they deflect from the hard questions. Yeah, you know, we're we're asking well, about, we talk about musical preferences or all these other things, which are good. But the real question is, what is my posture when I go to worship, and what is my posture when I leave? Did what I did what did the person that I received at mass is he going to make a difference in my life yeah. or am I going to go back to business as usual? Yeah, I take back all my questions about who are you most excited to hear play music. <laughs> 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 what posture are you most excited yeah. about having post yeah. receiving the Eucharist, what? Jolie? <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're going to warp your name so many different ways. And I, and I won't say anything about it. That's the issue. Yeah. I'll be like, yes. Till eight years from and now. And how are you? Yeah, eight years from now. I'll be like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that revival. thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is awesome. And I hope that everybody will go to the website. You said it's national. Eucharist. It's Eucharistic. It's just Eucharistic. Oh, yeah. If you go to EucharisticRevival.org, that will connect you to all three things. The Eucharistic Revival, which is something accessible at your parish level. The Eucharistic Congress, which is the big national event. And the Eucharistic Pilgrimages, which are those four routes that will go across the United States and many of them will probably cross within you know distance driving distance of many of the listeners and and you should if you're hearing this and you're close you should drive 
and, and the go starting, encounter one of the those starting routes. points are starting in uh, the western route is starting in San Francisco. The northern route is starting up near uh, Duluth, northern Minnesota. The southern route is starting in Brownsville, Texas, and then the uh, eastern route is starting in New Haven, Connecticut. Wow. Awesome. For all you Texans, I'm pretty sure it peels off and goes to Louisiana for a little bit. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it'll go up through Corpus Christi, through Louisiana. But when you say driving distance in Texas, like eight hours is just getting started. I know. This <laughs> state is mad. Here's what I love about Texas. Can I tell you this? You will know somebody's from Texas because you will say, hey, where are you from? And they'll be from the smallest town. And they'll just say the name of that town. <laughs> not even Texas. <laughs> not even Texas. Lindale. Anywhere else in the country. Where are you from? Still I'll, I'll still tell. I'm from Phoenix. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Where are you from? Plano. <laughs> Mineral Wells. Yeah, min- the smallest town. <laughs> and then people are incredulous when you're like, what state is that in? What state's that in? Uh, the greatest nation in the nation. Yeah. Didn't you learn your, you know, geography? That's it. That's yep, we all learned the state of Texas. <laughs> well, like... In Name Wisconsin. a part like if you're in in your one part of Arizona and somebody else like well I'm in Scottsdale not Scottsdale what's the, like the suburbs there like uh, Scottsdale I mean in okay. Phoenix would be Scottsdale Gilbert you yeah know, Glendale yeah so it's like I might be like hey I'm gonna be out in Phoenix like what part and I tell them like oh I'm like fifty minutes from there so we probably shouldn't meet up and I'm like fifty minutes it's true if that, you if that's Phoenix like is... going to the grocery store for us <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We just don't like to drive. That's hard. You don't have to. <coughs> you know, tomorrow I'm driving three hours to go and see a client in the morning. Like, that's Bless not you. a big deal for us. So, right. well, <laughs> people in Texas are amazing. Thank you. Yes. That's all we Thank were looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, this <laughs> is the, uh, so. <laughs> this is the end of the show. In fact, we might just be finally done with the entire. <laughs> we're we're shutting her these, down. All these episodes to get to that one comment. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, Joel meant it. Yeah, <laughs> I did mean it. And tell us um, how much you love Texas on a scale of nine to ten. <laughs> with both being awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to do our TBD question of the day. TBD stands for the Beatitudes, mm-hmm. and you should play along at home. And this is a, an interesting one. We're thinking about this National Eucharistic Congress and the various processions. None of them start outside of the U.S. or in Hawaii or Alaska. So those are U.S. Mm-hmm. places. Um, they're <laughs> states, Jeff. Yes, correct. They're places as well. They I, have representation in Congress. We're all right. <laughs> the Eucharistic you Congress? Can ask, yeah, well, the, the, the <laughs> Congress Congress. Paul, oh. you know all about politics. Oh, yeah. Tell us more. Uh, uh, that's not garbage. <laughs> that's an amendment Yes, I'm only be. a bill. <laughs> Dang it. And I hope that they will ratify me. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm just sitting here. Anyway, let's I'm keep going. the Simpsons version. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the, the Simpsons TV. version was classic. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm just a bill. <laughs> you make a pretty good wadded up piece of paper. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> anyway. The, uh, the question today is somebody gives you and your spouse just an all-expenses-paid trip over the week to anywhere in the 48 contiguous states. They're very specific about this trip. Where are you going and why? And somebody's taking care of your kids. Don't worry about any of that kind of hoonanny. I am, uh, my selection for this is Hermosa Beach, California. Mm. I just love the combination of weather, people watching to some degree, but also just this kind of like walking feel. You just get there, walk, chill. Like everybody's just going slower. Could never live there, don't want to. But I'll go there for a week if somebody's got the kids. There you go. <laughs> it's also the first place my wife and I said I love you to each other. Oh, and then I hugged sweet. some guy walking by. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, man? No, he hugged you. He was like, yeah, dude, he that's hugged awesome. you. dude, that's awesome for you. You professed your love. <laughs> um, my wife and I, we would go to uh, Mil- Mineral Wells. 
No, uh, actually, we would, and I'm not going to say the state. No, we would, we would go to, uh, actually, probably New York, New York, because that's mm. one of my wife's favorite spots. Um, I haven't been there since I was a kid. I, I mean, yeah, it just the 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 buildings and the you know Central Park and all of that. And she had some. I think I think one of her friends still lives up there. I actually kind of forget where all of them landed, but um, she's visited up there in in sure. recent recent years and loved it and all of that so yeah going up there together i think would be a blast also appreciate that you told us what state it was in yeah no it's the city so nice yep they did Named something it twice, twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's it we're actually my wife and i are going next week for Whoa. Uh, for our fifth anniversary nice hey yeah. get this they're going next week a month ago oh yeah that's right. <laughs> well, I didn't know how I wanted to say it. I could have gone either way, Jeff. Mindful if of I the said publication it, if I said, schedule. Oh, yeah. if, if I said, oh, we did it a month ago, you'd be like, it's yeah. next week. <laughs> this content <laughs> is evergreen. Yes. Anyways, uh, we would probably choose something that has uh, mountains. So whether that's Jackson Hole, that's the first one that comes to mind, maybe somewhere in Montana, something like that. Awesome. Just somewhere in Montana. You don't have to name it. Just go. I just know it's there. It's good. It's there. Yeah. There's a mountain. Yep. We'll Lots climb. Of them. We'll <laughs> climb it halfway at least. A river <laughs> runs through it. Indeed. Joy. We go. We go to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I love Chicago. It's a great Midwestern city. Uh, but Chicago in the summertime bang, bang. is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's a it great. Is. It's a great festival city. It is. It's great. Uh, by the lakeshore, yeah. it's beautiful. The temperature is is great. There's uh, the food is awesome. You want to go see the bean? I've seen I Millennium Park. I almost once got arrested in Millennium Park. What? Go on. Yes. So the uh, title of your autobiography. Go. We we went there when I was working for Life Team to film this really cool video, and the concept was we had a tiny we had like a school desk, and we um would set it in places and then invite people just to sit down at the desk. They'd flip open a notebook, and we had like big questions written in it, like what's uh, you know what is love? What's what's the meaning of life? And there was something so disarming about a person sitting down in this old yeah. school school desk and reading these questions. The answers we got were incredible. We went to Millennium Park. We're like, let's film there. There's tons of foot traffic. And we talked to the people, you know, to kind of say, hey, we're going to do this. And they were all on board with it because we we're like, yeah, we're a youth advocacy organization. And then they found out we were a religious organization and they chilled out on that. Like we could, if we were like, we're here with young Democrats, they'd have been like totally fine. Sure. But because we were a religious organization, like, no, you can't. You can't bother people with that. Uh, so we went and did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't bothering people, though. Nope. Yeah, you were inviting. But and we were. And people were. It was great. But a guy came up on a segue and was like, we told you guys. Now, you either leave here or you're going to be trespassing. Oh, did you Paul say, Blart. Yeah, yeah did you it say, was, dude, yes. you're on a segue. And it's, it's really hard <laughs> to take a, a guy on a segue seriously, but he, he did also have a... A badge. A gun. Oh and, yeah. You know, yeah. So the Texas A&M <laughs> and M transportation. It was like, uh, uh, but we so we we moved, but it was he was mad. He was not happy. But Chicago, uh, yeah. we would go there. Cool. I wish you would have got arrested on the Segway. Like he just straps you to his back and hauls. He was you a off. big guy. He could have. <laughs> like that was part of the reason why we we're like, hey, maybe we we should take. So now we're walking downtown Chicago with his desk, just like <laughs> to different spots and. It, no one blinks an eye. They're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Chicago. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, brother. Okay, well, listen, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We're going to finish this differently as we do every Monday episode. We call this Reverse Simpsons. We do something different at the end for every Monday. And this week, we're going to do something that's going to take a little bit of technology fidgeting here, but we're going to play a game of Password. Um, I'm the game master for this one, and the way this is going to work 
Uh, we've already tested. I will be turning down the volume for both Paul and Nick every time I press play on the uh, the recording machine to let <laughs> Joel know what the password is. Okay, boomer. <laughs> the recording the machine. Recording machine. The recording you machine. push this button and it plays where, back audio. Uh, the phonograph. Where do you put the tapes? Where did the tapes go? Well, uh, I hope it didn't eat the tape because it's an iPhone 13 recording machine. Uh-huh. But that's the only reason I bought it. It has a recording app already oh, built sure. in. It's nice. pretty cool. That's an expensive that's the only reason. <laughs> recording <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> I had one of those in 96. <laughs> Do you have the one from school. Home Alone too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Talk Boy. Yeah, Talk Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to play this game, and here's the, what we're going to do, Joel. You are not uh, playing any favorites here, but you mm-hmm. want somebody to get this in the least amount of words, but you can only give one word at a time. Yep. And then Nick and Paul simultaneously are trying to like say, "Oh," and they're yep. trying to name it. They're not trying to like whatever. That's a terrible description. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> and. Uh, there's going to be good a luck point if you're for each one home. of them. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. Well, they'll okay. be able to hear it. So they yeah. they know what you don't know uh, at home. True, Does true. that make sense? So true, I'm going to turn you guys down. Okay, here we go. If you hear this one, we all give me like a... Yeah, we'll let okay. you know. We shouldn't. Nope, I got nothing. I got nothing as well. I haven't pressed it yet, dudes. Oh, okay. The password is jump shot. Did you press it? Did you do it? I p- pressed it. Now you're back in. Oh, I got cool. it. I'm impressed. Okay. Joel? Ready? Mm-hmm. Basketball. LeBron James. Tony Kukoc. Full court press. Uh, Indiana free, Pacers. Um, Halftime. Free throw line. Hoosiers. Uh, uh, extra uh, point. Up or, and down. Uh, uh, penalty. <laughs> uh, shot. Shot clock. Clock? Actually, Joel just lost a point by using the word. It's part of the word? I can't use part of the word? Do you think you can use part of the word? <laughs> shoot. About words? Shoot. You said shot. I, I said shoot. Penalty shot? There's no way to go back and what? know. It said jump shot. No, not penalty. Jump. Oh. But, you know, the next one he was going to say was jump. And see I don't if know you that got they would have gotten that. <laughs> After they shot. Okay, 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 okay I got shot it. Shot jump. Okay. That was a, that t- was a that mistake. Was a we at least know that it all works. It yeah. all works. Yeah, this is phenomenal. I'll do better this next okay, time. Okay, I'm turning you down. Okay. The password is bingo. Nobody heard that? What? Okay, here we go. This one's easier. Church Hall. Uh, Knights of Columbus. Old Lady. Uh, Game. Uh, bingo. Pickwalk. You got it. Paul. Damn. Got it. Do you want to hear something really funny that I meant to tell you? I originally recorded a couple of these just to see what they were, and the first one I ever recorded was LeBron James. That's the first thing Nick said. <laughs> wow. Was bingo, but I took That's it off funny. the list. So, wow. Yeah, you, you almost got Brain it. Brainwaves <laughs> from what you erased. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul won. Effect. Joel, negative one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not even playing. <laughs> yeah, you're one. losing points. There's no way for me to earn points Christi- back, which Christi- is really Christopher sad. will wow. have you in like the we have, a, we have somebody who keeps track of it. You okay. have lost points. We'll see if you get them back throughout the next two episodes. All right, next one. Here we go. <laughs> the password is enchilada. Burrito. Taco Bell. Salsa. Covered. Tortilla. Salsa. Smothered. Queso. <laughs> Jalapeno sauce. Cooked. Uh... Chimichanga. Close. <laughs> wait, wait. Taquito. What a word. Uh, spicy. Meet the ball. Cheesy. Crunchwrap Supreme. Taco Bell. The whole enchilada. Ah! Yeah. Good one. Good one. Uh, 
gosh, that was fun to watch the wheels turning. <laughs> that this is tricky. Like Jimmy Chow was totally, like close. I, that was like I totally got Paul there. Yeah. You know, like, like sure, that's how. It, like, oh, it, yeah. oh yeah, sure. It's brainstorming for sure. It's really <laughs> no, how it, it works. Is. It's a team effort uh, that I won. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the alley and the oop. Yeah, uh, I was worried because that was two words, and I wasn't sure if you'd ding me for using the definite. Well, article. I know, but. I'm giving you an okay there. I also love that one of your words was close. <laughs> close. <laughs> well, because he said Jimmy Chang. I was like, close. close. Good, yeah. My word is close. Keep going with other. Uh, yeah. Open. Other uh, baked it was, it was Mexican foods. Great. All right, we're going to go up to level 201. These are worth a point and a half. Paul Ooh. has two. You have negative one. You got zero. Here we go. The password is crusader. Batman. Robin. Caped. Crusader. Crusader. Oh, oh, just he was a little bit quicker. Paul's at uh, you're at three and a half points, Paul. I think I ought to get points if I use less than three words. That's oh. just I'm gonna kind of camp it because that oh. was that was good because I thought if I say Batman, yeah, and then caped, somebody that would was get a it good combo. Prime, you see, yeah. Okay, if you That's can get it, if you get this next one in one word, you get 101 points. <laughs> And then listen, I go down by a hundred points for every word you use. If you you get put it, me in negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You won't go negative. But if you okay. get it in two words, you'll it's get one. your point back and you'll be at zero. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> okay. We're going full Jansenism. All right. Here we go. I'm going to turn down the mic, uh, the headphones. The password is reconciliation. They're back on. Yep. He's <laughs> got a lot of pressure on him. Elvis Presley. Tim Gunklowski. <laughs> Confession. Sacrament. Father. He was going for the 101 points. Mm-hmm. He didn't get it. So um, keep going, Joel. Of. Penance. <sighs> Continue. Reconciliation. There you go. Oh! <laughs> all right, that was a one and a half pointer for of you. The one, <laughs> of all the thing that no one ever calls the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of penance, which is its proper name. <laughs> yes, because I went to seminary for three and a half years. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> all right, that's I, how you know. Yep. As yep. the game master, Joel, you got back to zero for just the absolute effort you put in there. That Thank was you. pretty special. Because <laughs> uh, I torpedoed his I shot. That was awesome, Nick. You got on you the did. board with a point and a half. You finished zero. with three and a half points. Uh, Game Master gets a half point just for being cool. And um, <laughs> Congratulations. So absolutely. 80 and a half points. <laughs> Look at you. Big day. What a day. Looks like we made uh, it. Okay. okay. Joel, we're going to come so back. before you. I could hug Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And scene. Amazing. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and, and share it with a friend, please. That we're, we're growing and it's awesome, but we, we want to grow faster and reach more people. And so. Paul, if they didn't, they should actually like and subscribe and share as the sacrament of, pe- of penance. Well, yeah, yeah. Just do it do it as a penance. I think Father Edwin has given yeah, it out that either way. Either way, you're yeah. doing it. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to see you all uh, in line for the confessional. And for the rest of you, we will. See you in the Eucharist. God bless us. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.